0: Hey, welcome back all uh, I thank you for showing up again To another uh, another Podcast episode Another episode in the series Of The Ripples um, A Occasional interview uh, With the local artist Or local person of interest Here in the city uh, We really appreciate All the work that you guys have done uh, With liking the page, listening to the stuff you know even though there hasn't been a lot of engagement or whatever i get it um it is hard you know and it is it's harder than we thought to like really run this podcast and stuff like that but we really appreciate you uh we want to still give you kind of tips and stuff like that but you know we're just letting you know hey we're we're learning to uh we're learning to balance everything and try and like you know create something we still want to you know give our thoughts and sense into the world so we really appreciate you listening to this um but yeah so this oh yeah special shout out to Berry um for her new uh ep yellow streak which you can find on apple music uh it is pretty dope though she just had a show that i was at um the other night where she killed it um she put together the whole show got artists there um you know got a hoodie and that's the hoodie that i'm wearing um my Instagram pictures. Um, but yeah, it was a really dope show. I um, want to give a shout out to her. Um, she, you know, we and her collaborated uh, on, you know, I actually asked her, hey, I love your song, Blueberries. Can I play it on my show? And that's what we use now to kind of end the shows pretty much is we usually use Blueberries. Um, and that was her first single that she put on iTunes. So it's really um, it's really amazing uh, because it got so much love, so much praise. Um from everywhere and it's really cool to like uh i mean to geek out a little bit a little you know a little little fan little fan action over here a little fangirling but <clears throat> you know it's really cool because she's an amazing uh individual um she gave me the time to do an interview with her um and that was the second one that i did the first one i did was uh, with neander scott who's another milwaukee artist uh, or um producer here Um, but yeah I'd like to thank Chris Gilbert for this time uh, and all the other people for all the time that they give me uh, with bothering them with questions uh, and just general ramblings of a content creator I guess podcaster person that just talks a lot and just whatever philosopher you know slash part time insane asylum worker um, but all that, <clears throat> all that being said, let me get back to my notes here. Um, the ripples is an interview series where we meet with local personalities and discuss live sharing and personal stories. And we create a special bond needed in the evolution of the chemistry of our souls. Yeah, uh, I get it. It's a little thick, uh, but you know, that's how you get the Brandon. <laughs> uh, I don't have a visual of the interview for the audio, but it's a great,
1: Tool,
0: wait. <clears throat> it's a great interview with Chris where we talk about his background growing up here in Milwaukee, um, some of his um, opportunities to improve, his successes, meeting Questlove. I mean, uh, meeting Q-Tip and opening up for the Roots, uh, his fashion sense, and just you know his inspirations. Uh, it's a longer interview than usual. Um, it's about an hour uh, but i broke it down into three parts so it's more palatable each part is going to be um you know obviously focused a little bit different and i'll keep i'll have uh show notes uh saying that too as well but yeah thank you for tuning in thank you for listening Thank you for still showing us the support, even though it does seem like we've been AWOL. Uh, but we're really just trying to get this down. Uh, I know I'm personally, like, really doubling down. I know Adrienne is doubling down, but she's just amazing at everything that she's doing. And, you know, this is the point where, you know, I not take over, but, you know, prep her. Because, you know, black women have been holding up black men for, you know, a long time. So I think it's time, my time to, like, at least give her give her the great platform to come back to as always thanks for uh coming by i can't stop thank you guys enough without you guys we wouldn't really be here uh we wouldn't be continuing this like if we didn't get that support if you guys didn't like stuff if you guys didn't randomly share stuff or even comment and stuff like that those little things man we are starting from the bottom and uh learning as we're as we're going um so as always uh let me get my notes up here again um, you can find us in all the places that you normally find us. So, find us on, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at uh, waze 414 um, You can find me on Instagram at ToxicAvengerXO adri you can find her at love yours always on instagram and on twitter you can find her at adri marissa and that's a-d-r-i-m-a-r-i-s-s-a um, chris um you can find him on twitter at b mad oh no yeah b mad boss uh b-m-a-d-b-o-s-s on twitter um you can also find that on his i think that's his instagram page too as well and uh, you can find that chris gilbert on uh on facebook see some of those classes that he has the hip-hop dance classes that he teaches here in milwaukee um he's also on imdb too as well uh chris gilbert so that's that was pretty cool to find some of that and shows a little bit of his work and stuff like that but yeah uh as always when life gives you those ups and downs always remember uh be like water stay wavy God bless the foe. Good night. All right, welcome back. We're here with another installment of the Ripples. Um, it's a interview segment where we uh, take some local people here from Milwaukee and then uh, we kind of pick their brain. Um, I'm here with uh, Christopher Gilbert, who does uh, a lot of hip hop dance, close friend of mine. <laughs> oh man, I just remember when I was playing playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards, man.
1: I still I still tell people that. Yeah. like hey, it was throwback, you. man. Throwback. It <laughs> <laughs> was a day, man. Everything that, that was, was simple back then. The come up was, was, you know, it was like was all love. Now, we live in a crazy world, but you gotta try to stay true to yourself. And, and, uh you know, stay balanced with, with everything that's going on, which are clearly you you doing now, man. Like, <laughs> still, still being who you are, man. That's I got much respect for that. So.
0: I mean, I'm just the person that you don't invite out to the bars. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh man, how are the Packers doing? Like, oh yeah, they're doing pretty good though. But you did, did you know that like 54 police officers only been charged since 2005, since for like officer related shootings? <laughs> that's crazy.
1: That's crazy. And they man. just like I
0: just want to watch the game though. I'm like, I see that you're not right. like standing up for the anthem though. Yeah,
1: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so Chris, right. man, where can they find you now? Uh, all my social media is all the same. Uh, B-M-A-D-B-O-S-S. Mad Boss. Um, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Facebook is Christopher D'Angelo Gilbert. But as far as Snapchat, Instagram, um, Twitter, B-M-A-D-B-O-S-S. Mad Boss.
0: Yeah, um, obviously, that's Rob. Uh, we're we're without Adri today, so you know it's just a just a guy's day. But you can find me uh, on Twitter at ways four one four. You can also find me on Instagram at toxicavengerxo. Uh, you can also find me if you just wanted to watch me struggle through games and just uh, talk to myself uh, on Twitch, uh, which is a new one at OG Toxic Toxic Um So I mean, first thing we always do is check-ins, man. So Chris, man.
1: How you feeling at this exact moment in time, man? To to be honest, um, it's interesting that you that you ask that because I'm I'm in a place right now where the best way to describe I I feel the best I've ever felt as an artist. And you know, you start, every year you grow, every year like you're trying to develop into like a new newer you, but a stronger, but a more like uh, one with a clearer vision. And I feel like right now with uh, the placement of where I am with the work that I'm doing and, like, how uh, invested that I am in the community, I'm like, okay, what I'm putting out this is my best. And I'm at, I'm at, I'm in, uh, I'm in my prime, prime. Like, yeah. where, like, you feel it. Like, you know what you're creating, you know what you put out, uh, uh, what you're providing in every class that you teach, every show that you play. You're like, yo, this is what it's supposed to feel like. Not like, okay, I'm still working on it and I'm going to gradually, ultimately get there. It's just like, it's there now. So for me, like, I've been riding this wave since October mm. and now that I'm, I've been almost now almost a year later into it it's just like okay this is what I want it to be but now I have to expand oh, so yeah. I'm doing everything I can in the community but I know the only way to really make it actually like you know maximize it and actually see it like flourish is yeah. to now have it expand now. Uh, so now I'm as of right now I'm teaching at 4 Studios I'm teaching at UWM Marquette Marquette um, And then also at... with the, with the band, so we have dancers that work with us through through the band. So I'm doing double duty. So when I'm playing on stage, I'm also focusing on what the movement and what the production uh, obviously sounds like and what it looks like on stage. Right. So and I took it as a personal challenge just because you know when you feel like you are at your best and you you hit a certain stride, you want to do what you do as much as possible. Oh yeah, with, with every chance that you get, that kind of
0: yeah. Thing, so. and, and for those who don't know, Chris actually teaches hip hop dance classes of all levels to people of all ages and everything. Right. Um, it's really interesting. It's really beautiful to see the come up on Instagram, too, as well. Mm. Uh, but also to see you, like, at Summerfest. To also see you with some of these other local artists, too, as well. Right. To see you at, like, you know, Radio Milwaukee. Right. Right. Um, man, and just... And also seeing you fly as suits, as well, <laughs> man. Seeing you fly in dope style, man. It's uh, It's really, man, it's... Just going to company, growing, and just seeing that, and just seeing all these local artists come together with all their unique styles, man. was really kind of putting Milwaukee on the map, and it's bringing, uh, you know, the light out of the dark, right. uh, where. We're living in Milwaukee, where we we don't have as many resources for people uh, in certain neighborhoods and stuff like that. And you can attest to that growing right. up in those neighborhoods, right. especially right over by Lincoln Park and stuff like mm. that, uh, it's uh, it's really you know it's really beautiful to be able to literally take a rose and mm-hmm. you know from the concrete mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah. and place it in a better garden too as well. Right, showing up, showing, showing more so than anything else, the youth that is possible. The kids that look like me, like, so me and my band, New Age Narcissism, we do a lot of uh, work in NPS. So we talk to these kids that are like, you know, uh, high school, uh, middle school, um, and sometimes a little bit younger than that. But for them, a lot of times it's visual. You know, seeing someone that can actually make the most of what they have. With what they have being from the same neck of the woods, um, and for me, it's... It's humbling, and it's also a privilege, because it's like I'm in a position of responsibility. You know, like, I can, I can do me and be focused on me all day, and you can put on for the city, and that's great. But it's like, you ain't really making no impact until you start seeing waves in other areas, especially when it comes to who's up next, which is the youth, Yeah. Period. It's, it's their time. And so I always tell them, I'm like, hey, you know, I know you're still trying to figure it out, and I know you're still young, but it's like, your time is going to be here much sooner than you think. The sooner you start, the more that you're aware of like what you're working with, what you want to do what you uh but what you want to do, then you know how to utilize your voice more powerful. you, know, you become more impactful. Um, and so for me I'm like I think of like I'm representing so many different voices and so many different um, Areas on the north side because I'm a north side kid, so it's just yeah. like if I'm gonna do it, I gotta do it right.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I always say, uh, you know, they say we never, you know, they say we can never make it on this side, right? Uh, right. I know Travis Scott said it a lot though, but I, man, I, I, man, that's a phrase I live by, man. Yeah. They never really thought that we would make it though, yeah. man. You know, like, yeah, I, I get that, I mean, I hate. Bringing up, like, certain topics around people because I get so passionate about it. Right. And certain people just don't have that passion. Right. And it just feels like I'm ranting, but it's like I'm not no, ranting. No, you know, like, I'm looking around. I don't see a lot of people
1: like me. So yeah. somebody
0: got to, you know. Somebody got to ask
1: But also it's just like nobody could be you. So yeah. you play a huge part of what makes this movement move. Yeah, you know, so it's like it, it's what you do is, ne- is so necessary. Not to all my homies, that, that to do anything artistic or just anything in general. When you know you can like really make a difference, it's like understand that what you're doing right now, nobody else gonna do it? Nobody can think or come correct or do it the way that you do it. So you're. A key component to why it even is a thing in the first place, and so for me i 'm always like okay, I know'm well, I can do well in this area, but if I can expand and do it in different areas then I'm gonna do it and still with the same message, yeah, you know succeed, but also like see how others can actually grow from what you 're putting out the seeds that you 're planting like they all have play a factor so in my classrooms you know always give give them a message yeah the movement obviously that 's what you 're there for we know that, but it 's like how am I affecting you? And that might affect you in a way that you can apply whatever I just gave you in the real world, beyond the four walls of that classroom. Because if it only stays there, then I mean nothing to you. You know, we've all taken classes in school, and you'd be like, when am I ever gonna use that? Right. Sometimes, you, yeah, you use that, take that class for a year for however long you do, and you never use it, never go back to it, never pick that book up again. And it's like, no, nah, what I'm giving you hopefully can be applied somewhere in your life at some point, hopefully. And, it's, and it really comes down to, are you bettering yourself as a person? As an artist, that's one thing. But you as a person, which lasts much longer, because I can't dance forever. Yeah, I can't play music forever. But it's like, all right, my, if my head is straight and my, my heart is in the right place, then I'm like, okay. Then I know that's something I could take with me. You know, that knowledge, that that mindset, that perspective. So,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, so I know we we kind of literally jumped into it and stuff mm-hmm. like that, man. Let's talk a little bit about your background. So, how mm-hmm. did you? How did you come to come to the realization that you wanted to like, but inspire people? Even though it's a terrible question,
1: um, no, no, how did to. you how did you come up with this hip hop dance idea? So it, it's it's kind of funny because um, I just literally so I go into schools and I talk to different uh, different kids of all ages. This past week, I was at a, a school on the south side. And one of the questions I asked him, I said, well, okay, how many of you know what you want to be when you grow up? So, you, you know, you got a million hands that go up, they all say something, and I say, okay, what's your backup, man? If you have a second option, if the first plan don't work, what is it? And then they all give me different things. I said, okay, so I'll tell you what mine was. My ideal job at the age of eight, at the age of eight, I said this, I was like, I want to be a sketch artist for the police. I want to be in that field. I want to do art. So technically, art was my first love. Then it was music. Then dance. So dance wasn't even a thought. But the fact that my life went that way, and just to kind of go back on what I, why I brought up the whole school thing, was because I was like, you can assume that you're gonna do this, but then life is like, no, I'm gonna take you this way. So now what you gonna do? And it's all about how you adapt and adjust. And so uh, because the art thing didn't pan out, and then the music thing didn't pick. Up. dance was the last thing that I, out of the three that I had to to really connect to and it took off so then I was like all right I might as well do that and it became of course at first it was the focus was about me because I was like, okay how do I I build my brand how do I get my name out there so then that's when I was in LA doing the work out there cool but then also I was like nah, there has to, there's another level to this
0: uh, I know Chris is modest, but I'm gonna do a little humble brag for him. you. <laughs> on so you think
1: you can dance, right, man? Yeah, uh, I made it to the Vegas round, uh, and that was a humbling I- moment for just a very like eye-opening moment because you learn you're comparing yourself to the other town across the country, and if you're in that position, which I was, then it's like you're good enough to be in that room with anybody or compete with anybody that is on the same level as you. Um, and it was cool and that was like the first like big break for me because that was the first time I got noticed like outside of the 414 and I was like okay cool so it was about me but then I realized I'm a voice now people pay attention they they respect that voice they want to hear from that voice and so that was kind of the beginning of me saying It's no longer about dance. Oh, yeah. Now I can turn this into, like, obviously a positive, because I've always been about that. But now I can really be, like, showing others that... Don't settle, you know. Don't become complacent with. Oh, I'm here, so this is what it is. I was like, no, it's got to be. It's more than this thing. Complacency kills, man. It always does. You become stagnant. We see it too much, and it's easy when you're at home and Milwaukee's can mm. be slow paced. You become very lax and you become very. All right, whatever. You know, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm very chill about it. It's like, nah, bruh, It's now or never. Yeah. If you keep putting it off, it's not gonna happen. So, what inspires you, man? What inspires you to keep going, especially? I was. Um, I- the only thing
0: I can think about well not only thing but I remember when 414 Spotlight opened up yeah. and I'm like yo this is a dope spot for like kids to really get into like because I know a lot of kids want to not be DJs though but yeah. be personalities though yeah. this is a great way for them to gain that experience right. to be, the, be those personalities that they want to be and gain that experience right. um, but I, they gain a lot of criticism like out at of the nowhere at yeah. the same time in, yeah. in a part of town though where it is predominantly black sure. and there's really, really um, there's low resources or really, uh, low resources I there. So how do you deal with that criticism? How do you deal with
1: people trying to literally bring you down, you know? It's a, for me, it's where we're from and the way that things are set up uh, systematically or just in general, you ain't supposed to make it to 18 or you ain't supposed to make it to, you know, uh, this Juncture in your career or have a career, you're not supposed to have any of those things. So the fact that I was counted out from Jump Street was like okay, but I knew my I, I knew my potential. Right. So I was like, that's fine. You can think that, doubt that, whatever. But I do know what I'm capable of. I know what I want out of this. So for me, it's like, regardless of what you put up against me, what you say, I was already destined to be where I am now, uh, and I spoke it into existence. And so it's like, all right, I use what's not supposed to happen for me or what's said against me as my fuel, you know? But also knowing that there's somebody else out there that don't, that may not have the same strength or mindset as me. So they need that little guidance or they need somebody to say, okay, I see him, so I guess it's possible. It's that reminder of what's going on. It's, it's really just paying attention to your surroundings. Yeah. You know, when you grow up, especially when you're a Northside kid, it's like, you see, you see what's going on. You ain't got no other choice but to either win or you settle in and you fail. There ain't no gray area, there ain't no in-between. It's either one or the other. And to really break this down to you, I had a a homie who uh, lived in my neighborhood and what he said to me one day when I was like, we were like 13, 14, never forget this. This is really what pushed me to answer to where I am now, but to answer your question in full. He said, man, the hood is a jail with no bars. And he said, you'll get out but I won't and I said why is that we live on the same block why is it that he said well you know how it is sometimes some cats they just got it like that and you just one of those dudes like you'll make it but me I just don't see it and after I heard that it only motivated me like Beyond, just it it, it it motivated me like ridiculously so much because I was like, I'm gonna do this because I'm gonna just show you, not the boast, but yeah. to show you that it's possible, bro. Ain't no excuses. Yeah. And and the fact that it's a mindset. And so once I finally like came into a position where I could make the most of what I had, and like, you know, my career was in motion and everything was happening, and my voice actually was had depth to it. I said, I went back to him and I said, so what's your excuse? I ain't saying you gotta follow the same route. I ain't saying right. you gotta do the same thing. But it was like, what does that say if I did it and you didn't? It was a mindset. It was a mindset. And so, for me it's just like, it, when you know what you want out of life, which can take time, yeah. it don't come to everybody. But as I said earlier, and you know your potential. What you waiting around for? Who holding you back? You know, what's, what's, what's the setback? I don't see one because it's all—it's all a mindset. It's the way—it's the way that you view it, um, and there's something that I tell my students all the time. I said, uh, "Never subject yourself to what others think you only amount to." Keyword: others, not you. So, and that was—that was what—that was, what, was the way that I took it. So, I mean, he, that, oh wait, I'm oh, sorry. I'll oh, continue, man. Oh no, no. I mean, it was it was, that, I mean, that, was <laughs> that was the end of that. It's like, yeah, it's just how, how you view it, the way you look at it. It all comes down to what you want out of yourself. I mean, so I mean, you you talk
0: about like the mindset, and um, and you can even see it in your, in your essence, in your aura when you when you enter a room, like they know that you're there. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's part your aura, but it's also part style, man. So mm-hmm. let's uh let's switch gears a little bit, man. Tell me a little bit more about how what inspiri- what inspires your style. How did how did this kind of style get get
1: created? <laughs> so uh, one key part to uh, answering that question especially and just in general my mom so she told me it's funny how I'm always, I, most of these especially I'm going to refer back to somebody from my past they said something or they did something and I was just like damn and it just clicked so she said to me a long time ago she said when you like go out into the world and you move out of my house and you, you step out of your place or wherever that you're coming from uh, you not only represent me, you represent our entire family And I got a pretty big family So when I think big, I think colossal When I think huge or colossal, I think universal So I got to go big wherever I'm going Even if I'm going to the grocery store to go get some, some orange juice Or if I'm going to, uh, to just make a run of errand I, It has to be correct It has to be, I won't say over the top But just as big as you can take it Why not? Especially if you run into somebody who ain't seen you in a while or whatever. It's just like, oh, no, you still keeping up with yourself. We still got it together. Because you, you never know who you're going to see. Oh, yeah, straight um, up, man. <laughs> but, I, but I keep her voice in my in my head where it's just kind of like, you know, she said, don't take no days off. Come, cor- come correct always. Um, days off, not even on the snow day. Nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a leap year, 365 days a year, you still come correct. No matter <laughs> what it is, you still do it right. And so ever since she said that to me, it just kind of was like, Alright, so I gotta stick to what I know best, which is myself. I gotta figure out what works for me. Um, And being in LA, LA woke me up too because out there, either you stand out or you're trying to look like somebody else. And something about the business savvy look just kinda like got me. Something about so you know when you you have a laid back look or you you got like a, you wear a jersey or you got like a flannel or something simple yeah or you're chilling you know it's like whatever but you know when people dress up for like special events they look at you a little bit differently like, oh damn like you you going all out loud. like it's just I don't know you like a new man that kind of thing yeah my mindset was why not be a new man every day Mm-hmm. why not I feel like that that respect that they give you when they when you have that like new man look. Why I can't? Why not duplicate it on a daily basis? I think that's just as, I think it's just as powerful. Now, I know in the summer it might be a little bit more warm, and <laughs> it may not be. At, but I, I, I find ways to make it work. But I, that new man mentality is something that, like, I truly believe in. But also uh, something else I believe in, I, I, and I always say this is: I don't want my best dress day to be in a casket. It's so, it's yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, and that's that's something that I truly do live by because it's just like. Yeah, why? why? Yeah. If you if it, it's never guaranteed. You don't know when your day is coming. But I can at least say I said, damn, I did it. I did it true. I did it the right way. I did it my way every single day until I'm until I'm sixty How up. do you stay authentic, man? With a lot of.
0: I mean, maybe it's just me, though, but I feel like Milwaukee becomes this place of cats out trying to outdo other cats, though. So how do you how do you keep it all together? And how do you how do you stay
1: original and authentic in everything that you do? I invest into what makes me me. So I stay in my own lane, regardless of what's going on over here, over there. Um, you really can't get caught up in the trends or what's trending you know, uh, just because it seems to be what's popping. But if you notice, what's trending only lasts so long because something else is going to trend eventually. So it's just like why get caught up in it? It reminds me of that uh, of this Twitter video I see though with the, with the the
0: no, I think it was the Instagram one mm-hmm. when the my guy I got, was talking about yep. the difference between juice and sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Juice exactly. is temporary, man. Yes. Sauce is forever, yeah. man. But you can't get lost in the sauce, man. So how do you stay grounded, man? How do you stay grounded and still stay, you know, approachable to people though mm-hmm. without seeming so not like big time though, but like
1: Hollywood. Yeah, there's a certain yeah. <laughs> Um, for me it's just I've always been a people's person so it's just like I'm a I try to keep things okay best way to answer this I have uh, I call it the 4R system 4R I live my life by this you can take it with you if you want um, and use it is staying uh, relatable so that's the first R if you're someone that can be uh, relatable then people have a certain connection to you. I can relate to that, I feel that. Uh, so if it's relatable, it becomes relevant. It's like, okay, I feel that, that's relevant to me because what you're talking about makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. The moment it becomes relevant, which is the second arm, uh, it goes on to the third arm, they respect you because it's something that actually pertains to them. They have a connection to it. So now, okay, I, can, I, I respect that. And when, it's, when they respect it, it's something that has become real to me and that's a fourth part and once it's real it's that's forever something that's you know that that don't really have a connection to you that's not real to you that don't seem like it's um, uh, has substance and it don't mean that to you but the minute that it does it's like okay I see I see where you, I can apply that in my life or I do already apply it in my life yeah. so long yeah, as long as it's long as it's, re- it's relatable it becomes relevant when it's relevant, you respect it. You can respect it. It's real to you. Real, recognized, real. Exactly. And that's why and even though it's funny how you know they say, oh, that's super cliche, but did you ever notice how the most cliche things are the most realest things? Yeah. It's simple, but it's that real because it's like, them. Oh uh, yeah, that does make sense. Real, recognized, real has been said forever and it's like, but it's true, though. It's true. You know, so it's like if you, if you can relate to it, it becomes real to you. That's like, so As long as I I stay relevant in the sense of being relatable, I'll be real and I'll
0: be somebody that's always respected.